the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Take 10. We come to you every week with a discussion of a variety of mental health-related issues that affect caregiving and care recipients and caregivers. Uh, We talk with Dr. Jamie Heisman, our co-host, along with Carol Zerniel. Uh, Dr. Heisman is uh, the Chief Compassion Officer for Wellman Medical Management, a leading authority on caregiver burnout, compassion, and fatigue and related addictions. Dr. Heisman, also a nationally recognized expert on caregiving itself. Carol Zerniel is Executive Director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation, past chair of the Board of Directors for the National Council on the Aging. She's got a master's degree in social gerontology and over 30 years experience in the field of aging and caregiving. And we started a series a week ago on Take 10, Dr. Jamie, on toxicity, toxic relationships, toxic caregiving, toxic recipients of care. How does it begin? Are you born toxic or are you made toxic? That is a fabulous question, Ron, because just like everything, it's both in some ways. Us in the clinical world have looked at toxicity as really a a spectrum, okay? So if you have five or more clinical indicators of toxicity, and and that is like last week, if you really want to know all of the, the, the topics that we talked about then is being like judgmental, like your boss we talked about last week, mean, you know, needy, dishonest, somebody who's just bullies you, somebody who doesn't have empathy or accountability. All those traits are literally traits that come out of childhood. So to answer your question, it's both nature and it's nurture. And if I had to line up on one of those being disproportionately the reason, disproportionately, not mutually exclusive, it would be nurture, the parenting. So you're made that way. You are. You know, basically, let's look at it. Research suggests to all of us in the clinical world that that negative traits are pretty partially genetic. I mean, they're passed on from parent to child. They become part of a chance we call generational cycle. Okay, the personality traits can be moderately kind of kind of inherited. So I have seen narcissistic mothers and fathers raise, you know, narcissistic children, but it's both because of the way they parent and also probably the genetics that are being passed down. That's why we always hear in the clinical world, somebody has got to break the cycle because we continually go, you know, in that direction and continually create these very mean spirited people. If you look at studies all around the world, the people who are leading our countries, Putin, you know, you can look at Kim Jong-un, the Jim Joneses of the world. These are all toxic individuals who through parenting or, if you will, the, the nurture and probably the nature became a personality disordered individual. So what if I'm one of those people that says, oh, Dr. Jamie, it happened in my childhood. That psychobabble mumbo jumbo. My parents were fine. Yes, what, fine. And that's, I love the word you 
<laughs> you love to use the word fine, Carol. You're, you're always the best interviewer here in life because <laughs> fine is freaked out. I'm cleaning this up for the audience. Freaked out, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Fine, the word is not an emotion. So when I get a group and somebody says, oh, I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling upset, I'm hurt. Then somebody says, fine, it's a mask. And so you're right, Carol. Many people will say, I'm fine. I had that leave it to beaver upbringing. I had the greatest parents in the world. I never, ever, ever had any problems. It was the white picket fence. And then after three or four or five weeks, Carol, we start looking at little things like narcissistic injury, like maybe children should be seen and not heard. Or like maybe the child was spanked when they had emotions, authentic emotions. Or maybe they were put in the corner or time out for a half hour. Or maybe their daddy sermonized and lectured them to death. And so after three or four or five weeks, there is no quote unquote fine upbringing. How's that? Yes. I'm sure you're <laughs> right. I'm sure you're right. And, you know, and that's just it. And, and what I hear you saying is that we can't be afraid to peel the onion. You're so right. Yes. And it's okay not to be okay. And and what we can do is give our parents passes. I know this sounds like a therapy and we're going to blame the parents. Well, my parents personally, I mean, I had a very difficult childhood. They fought like cats and dogs. When I saw my grandparents, they did exactly the same thing. So I give them the pass that we tend to recreate our dramas and traumas as parents until we also intervene on them. Right. So somewhere along the line, though, that's the innocent abuses I call. The more inherent ones, the physical, emotional, sexual abuses, the issues that we read about in the newspaper parents, I mean, that's crossing the, the felonious line. So in parenting or in intergenerational sort of or transgenerational parenting, you know, this sort of individual is created, as I mentioned last week, from three to five or three to six years old. And then they make decisions based upon the neurology of their brain. I'm not going to get too deep, but. What a child in a toxic relationship comes out with is a terrible fight, flight, or fear and fawning response to everything, their entire environment. So it's kill or be killed because as a child, they never felt safe. Now, hold that thought. We'll come right back to you. If you just joined us, you're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-hosts, Carol Zerniel and Dr. Jamie Heisman. Uh, so, Dr. Jamie, do toxic people know they're toxic? That's such a great question, Ron. And I'm going to probably give you a resounding no. How's that? Therefore, our caregivers that are listening should not go in and tell their loved one that they're toxic or they're a narcissist or they're borderline. And such a great question because literally this is a neurological clinical condition they default to. So in, they have very low self-esteem, a toxic person. They have a lot of pain inside. They, they really self-harm. They have a lot of suicidal tendencies. And they, they medicate, they become addicts much quicker because you have to medicate the moment. When they sit at home by themselves without what we call narcissistic supply, they, they feel terrible. So they make decisions in their life almost with a neurological default, meaning they go back to that child behavior. It's not like they're thinking, how can I be mean to you, nefarious to you? No, this is the way my brain was reared, my temporal lobes. And so the answer is no. But, of course, when you create collateral damage in your loved ones, your caregiver, your partners, your children, eventually, after 18 years old, you need to take some responsibility and go get some help, even if it's no. How's that? So when we talk about toxic people within Caregiver SOS, you know, we, we talk about the only person that we can change is ourselves. Right. And so. Right. 
we have to acknowledge that there is a toxicity, there's a toxic relationship going on and and maybe decide what we can do about it. We, if we set out to fix the other person, that's not going to work. Totally true. There is no way. And, you know, Carol, it's just like COVID, right, or, or Category 5, you know, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. You cannot change a toxic person's behavior. You can't change any human being's behavior. So they should be a reminder of us. Why are we even here in the first place? So whether you're in a relationship, that's one question with somebody. Okay, why do I take this emotional abuse? Why do I take the lying and dramatizing and belittling and the criticizing? Why do I actually do this? What do I feel about myself? Then you need to look in the mirror and say, Oh my Lord, what happened in my childhood that I accept this type of behavior? But for caregivers, obviously, we'll do this in another uh, segment. There has to be an entirely different strategy, right? Because you really cannot make that choice of whether you can be with somebody, or maybe you can if you take Ron Aaron's school of can I be a caregiver? But if you are, you have to really game plan properly. And for those who are in a toxic caregiving relationship, Let's say the caregiver is the toxic person. What in the world can the care recipient do? This is the tragic case. And Carol is much more up to date on all of this. But this is when elder abuse often has to be discussed. And we have to get protection in there. There is many people in the caregiving world who literally are, if you will, you know, totally victimizing their loved one. I mean, that they have dominant behavior. They don't meet them halfway. Um, I'm dealing with a case right now that the the son, one of four kids, has gone up to the father, gaslit him, dominate him to get him to sign the warranty deed of the house over without talking to the other three children. So this type of behavior is called emotional and elder abuse. And we do have agencies that need to protect that or families themselves need to be aware of this so they can come and help and protect mom or dad or their brothers or sisters. Well, we're going to take this up in the next Take 10 in a week as we continue our series on toxicity and toxic relationships. Thank you to Dr. Jamie Heisman and Carol Zerniel. I'm Ron Aaron. Thank you for joining us today on Take 10. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.